Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Frank, and you're listening to The Gospel According to Lucas, where the Force meets Catholicism. Each episode, we analyze scripture through the lens of Star Wars to uncover the Christian connection with a galaxy far, far away. If you'd like to read along with us, you can find a link to today's readings in the show notes at thegospelaccordingtolucas.com or right in your podcast app. We're using the New American Bible translation. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing for free to The Gospel According to Lucas in your favorite podcast app or by visiting thegospelaccordingtolucas.com for links to subscribe. And finally, if you like what we do, please consider making a donation at patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio. Joining me, as he does each and every week, is my good friend and co-host, Tim. What are we reading today, Tim? Hello, Frank. Today, we are reading the seventh, or gospel from the 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus went across the Sea of Galilee. A large crowd followed him because they saw the signs he was performing on the sick. Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat down with his disciples. The Jewish feast of Passover was near. When Jesus raised his eyes and saw that a large crowd was coming to him, he said to Philip, Where can we buy enough food for them to eat? He said this to test him, because he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Two hundred days' wages worth of food would not be enough for each of them to have a little. One of the disciples, Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what good are these for so many? Jesus said, Have the people recline. Now there was a great deal of grass in that place, so the men reclined, about five thousand in number. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed them to those who were reclining, and also as much of the fish as they wanted. When they had their fill, he said to his disciples, Gather the fragments left over, so that nothing is wasted. So they, have, so they collected them and filled twelve wicker baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves they had been more they had been more than they could eat. When the people saw the sign he had done, they said, This is truly the prophet, the one who has come into the world. Since Jesus knew that they were going to come and carry him off to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain alone. The Gospel of the Lord. Jesus asks the disciples where they can buy enough food to feed the multitudes, 5,000, at least 5,000 that we know of. Uh, Many historians think it was even more than that. He asks where they can buy enough food. Philip says it can't be done. There's too many people. It would cost too much. I don't see how we're going to do this. But Andrew looks for possibilities. He looks for What's, what is a way he points out the boy with the loaves and the fishes, and he says, he offers that up to Jesus as a potential solution. Now he knows that that's not enough food for everyone, but it's like, Hey, you know, here's what I've got for you. And then Jesus takes it from there and works wonders because Andrew was looking for possibilities for ways, looking for solutions. When Qui-Gon Jinn finds Anakin, he is determined to train him. Obi-Wan and the Jedi council are skeptical. 
they point out the reasons why the boy can't be brought back to Coruscant. By the way, he can't be trained. They're pushing against him the whole way. They're like Philip. They're pointing out the limitations. But Qui-Gon looks for the possibilities, like Andrew. He's willing to train Anakin himself. Even though he already has a, a Padawan, he knows that's going to mean that Obi-Wan's going to have to move on. But he's still willing to, to do that. Even after he, he dies and becomes one with the Force, Qui-Gon is still looking for possibilities. He's the one who learns how to communicate with the living through the power of the Force. Even in death, he's looking for the possible hidden within the impossible. And he leaves it up to the Force to make the impossible possible. So that leads me to the big question for today. Am I like the Jedi Council and like Philip throwing up my hands and sort of saying the task is too great? Or can I be a little more like Andrew, seeing possibilities and leaving them in God's hands to accomplish great things? I have never in all my years thought about this gospel in that way, about about Andrew looking for possibilities. He's like, I've got something. Uh, I can, there's a something here. I tell you, I'm an Andrew. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, no, that is wonderful. And then I like the Qui-Gon comparison very much. I actually thought it more like when you said, Oh, Qui-Gon and Anakin, I was like, Oh, like, like the way he like gets around Watto and like, sure. how can he like, you know, he starts early. It's not even with the Jedi Council. He's always looking for possibilities. Sure. Um, and in some ways, that's also Anakin always looking for possibilities. That's true, you too. Know, you know, sometimes that leads him down the wrong path. It gets him in trouble always. sometimes, yeah. It does. So it's about looking for the right possibilities and, and what possibilities are possible with God and not your own possibilities, but what, you know, what can God uh, help accomplish? Yeah. Because sometimes uh, it's not about figuring out how you're going to do it. Sometimes it's about saying, I've got five loaves and two fish. Can you, can you work with that? And, right. and letting God take it from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's great. That's, that's, um, yeah, that, that's great. I, um, I didn't, at the beginning, you said that most historians think that there, there was more than 5,000. Can, can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I never just, heard that. Sure. Just in the sense that, um, it says that the men reclined about, about 5,000 in number. And in Judea at that at that time, the rich, powerful, um, the man of the house would recline at the table. He would sit back, lie back comfortably, and be waited on by everyone else at the house. Um, mm -hmm. And the thought that the fact that John specifically says men here, and it's it's uh, I, I I'm not a scriptural scholar, but my understanding is that the words that he used in in his writing indicates that these were the men, and not just sort of men in the sense of mankind. Um, gotcha. So there were probably women and children there on top of the 5,000. And I've heard gotcha. estimates as high as 12,000 in terms of how many people may have been there in total when you factor in the women and children. Cool. That's cool. Wow. That's good stuff. I like that a lot. I like that very much, Frank, just like you. Well, thank you, my friend. I like you as well. Thank you for uh, for your wise words. Thank you all for listening. We really, really appreciate you. We keep you in our prayers. Please keep us in your prayers. And until next time, God bless and may the force be with you. <laughs>